Welcome to the Hyatt 9 News Hour, where you will hear from cannabis industry experts and professionals from around the country talk about important topics while shining light on global issues and discussing cannabis as it relates to politics, regulation and reform, data and technology, science, research and medicine, family and parenting, art, celebrities and entertainment, fitness, sports, mental health and wellness, and plant-based medicines and entheogenics. Together, we are building a stronger community, fighting the stigma and creating change. With your hosts, Jason Beck and Rico Lamite, joined by special industry expert correspondents from around the country and daily antics brought to you by Cannabis. Coming to you live every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific time and high noon on the East Coast. And thank you all for getting high at 9 with us. Oh, yeah. Good morning, everybody. Happy Wednesday. That's right. It is Wednesday, February 15th. Today is National Gumdrop Day, and that does not mean for all of you people that spit your gum out on the streets. It is also National Wisconsin Day for all you cheese lovers. It's International Angel Man Day, whatever the hell that means. And it's Flag Day in Canada for all of our Canadian friends. But most importantly at all, it is Singles Awareness Day. That's right. And thank you for joining us and getting high at nine with us. It's also high noon on the East Coast. And please remember to like, share, and subscribe to us on all social media platforms. Use that little QR code up in the top left-hand corner of your screen to find out where we live on the Internet. We're live every Monday through Friday on YouTube and audio only on Clubhouse. And if you are joining us in Clubhouse, you can also participate in the show by raising your hand if you have a brief comment on the story most recently presented. And make sure you check out our brand new website too, hyatt9news.com, where you can find all of these amazing things as well. But coming up first, we have the dope dad himself. That's right, Rico Lamite. When he's not changing diapers and coloring with crayons, maybe having a little tea party or even possibly playing dress up with Elsa, you can find him doing all of those things at a TEDx convention because all of those people love to dress up like clowns because they don't have any direction in life. It is the dope dad himself, Rico Lamite. Oh, my God. Thank you very much, Jason. So um, I don't dress up like Elsa, man. It's all about um, Olaf for me. Olaf. Olaf. Oh, man. Olaf, the beef stroganoff. Olaf the Snowman, he did it better than he did it better than Gucci. He did it better than um, um, God damn it, I'm blanking out right now. All those motherfuckers down in ATL. Olaf is the motherfucking OG out there with the snow, putting it out in the streets. Fuck Elsa, fuck Anna, fuck Sven, Peter, all the motherfuckers. If you don't know who they are, you just might be chasing back today. I've never heard of any of them. (laughs) (laughs) All the parents know what the fuck I'm talking about. All right, so it's already tough enough. (laughs) My story today is coming. It's a very special one. And we have a guest uh, on with us today that's going to be uh, helping me out with this one, too. Because you know what? It is Black History Month. And um, it's already tough enough for any entrepreneur, regardless of skin color, to achieve success in the nascent legal cannabis industry. Whether you're black, but when you're black, 
The challenges are multiplied thanks to America's failure to first provide our communities with a fair chance in mainstream business, lack of banking, access to loans, disproportionate enforcement policies, backdoor deals made by politicians and corporations to squeeze out local competition. Basically any and every business problem that white people complain about in cannabis, we're already dealing with that shit in mainstream America. However, New Jersey's approach to support black cannabis entrepreneurship has exceeded expectations over the last year or so with their legislation, the rollout and their competency behind the behind the scenes too. So I got to admit, I'm pretty excited to make my first trip back to the Garden State this spring and check out in-person inspirational retailers like Suzanne Nicholson's Holistic Solutions. She's the first, New Jersey's first dispensary owner who is a black woman. The 4,000 square foot retailer opened its doors Friday as New Jersey's 33rd legal cannabis dispensary. And yesterday was the grand launch of their medicinal cannabis alternative treatment center. And they've got a private consultation room with medical specialists on deck to assist those needed, um, assist those in need, and even a drive-through window for expedited service. Five years ago, Nicholson began her restless journey to establish holistic solutions. In the 2019 and 2021 20, uh, medical license lottery, she got hers. When debate emerged about the scarcity of Black proprietors, in New Jersey, she received the support and amplification of another prominent Garden State activist known for going hard in the paint for Black and veteran initiatives, Leo Bridgewater. Now, Leo's joining us live today to offer his thoughts on Holistic Solutions opening at the state of uh, um, and the state of Black cannabis in New Jersey. Leo. What's good, big dog? How you doing, man? What's happening, brother? It's great to see you as always, man. Our time is limited, so um, I'll yeah. get right to it here because I have a couple of questions. Uh, what is the significance of holistic hey, solutions? Go ahead. You gonna talk some shit to Jason? No, I, all I said was Jason was enough. <laughs> so that was that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what it is, Leo. You know what it does. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I love it. I love you, but damn. <laughs> yeah. All right, go ahead, Rico. Jason, right, so, stupid ass. Like, <laughs> what what is the significance of holistic solutions opening in uh, New Jersey's cannabis industry, and, and did you play a role in, in in their rollout? Indirectly, you know the significance um, uh, of Suzanne's uh, is a, a testimony uh, to, to all of the hard work years prior. You know, um, she's you know her. Her opening was like a win, you know, um, you know, uh, like even you, Jason, I mean, you know, as a, as a, uh, not, you know, as a business owner, uh, seeing, you know, uh, we, uh, it, it's, it's a win, you know, uh, and that the things, the effort wasn't, uh, in, that's it. So, um, um, oh. Are you are you using Chrome? Yeah. As your are you on twenty inch Chrome? Uh, no, I'm on. Um, you need to. You need to. You need to. I'm you need to come back in the room on yeah. Chrome. Yeah. yeah. You got to come back in the room on Chrome, bro. Now you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah. 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 You're all good. We just need your browser to be Chrome, bro. Yeah. Just refresh. You just refresh. Yeah. Re on refresh Chrome. on Chrome. Yes. Refresh on Chrome. And and so I'll 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 just keep it rolling here. So, um. So Suzanne, uh, she opened up the first uh, 
well, the 33rd dispensary in New Jersey. She's the first one black owner. And um, and Leo indirectly did help her out uh, from behind the scenes um, by amplifying her message about five years ago. Um, every time I've talked to, uh, to Leo since, uh, she has been one of the uh, people that she, uh, that he has been uplifting all along the way. We couldn't get her on um, quickly for the uh, interview this morning. I hope to have her on soon as well. Um, anybody who has not known or heard of uh, Leo Bridgewater, he's done a, a ton of great work for the um, the veterans in the industry. He actually um, testified in uh, front of Congress twice um, as well. And um, there's a lot uh, with the Jersey community, um, the, BIPOC, uh, the BIPOC community down there, but the white community too, just um, pushing everything, uh, all their initiatives uh, forward. And he is a huge, huge, huge help to the governor out there um, um, as they get their their wheels rolling um, across the bridge from New York. And um, all the, the the back talk that you see back and forth between New York and New Jersey, uh, you better believe that uh, that Leo is involved in that too. So um, as Rico. we wait for him, yeah, what's up? Where is where is her dispensary located? Do, do you uh, know? Atco, Atco. Where? Atco, Atco, New Jersey. Atco. Where is that? Where is oh, that? Yeah. Where is that? Yeah, exactly. It sounds like it's next to a power plant. It is. Looking on the map right now. So Atco, New Jersey is, let's see. Is it the city formerly known as Acme? Is in Waterford uh, Township in Camden uh, Camden County. So it's near Philly. So at the bottom. Yes. And that's probably why why um, Leo is, is, is so involved, because as much as he rides for New Jersey, um, you... Wouldn't be out of our pocket to see him in a Philadelphia Eagles, the losers jersey, uh, anytime. <laughs> <laughs> where they are, uh, where they um, where they are big users of Internet Explorer and um, Safari, but uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, but either way, um, um, before he hops back on here, if he doesn't hop on, we're just gonna go on to the next story, and uh, we'll have him, we'll keep him on for commentary. But the other um, questions I was gonna ask him about. Um, Definitely on here. I want to get his um, um, his feedback on his veterans in the state, and then also um, just the state of Black cannabis out there. They're doing a lot of stuff. Um, they, I think they had a, a huge, huge, huge. I think it's like five hundred million dollar um, uh, injection of cash to support um, um, uh, social equity out there, and um, that's what I was getting at. Uh, where I have not really been impressed with anybody in their rollout of social equity, um, but like New Jersey is actually giving me hope. Um, behind their programming and they've done a lot of research before um they're just getting it rolling out now but they did a lot of research behind the scenes and a big shout out to uh wes mcwhite um he actually came out here to california went to other places to do a lot of research on the ground to see what was working and see what was not working um, before they even implemented anything so um, a big ups to um, wes mcwhite over there um, big ups to leo and all the work that he has done as well but he doesn't know that chrome because i told him that shit this morning I know that in New Jersey, uh, they approved a new legacy program last year uh, that was really going to supply operators and folks with technical assistance at no cost to them. Um, So I think that is one of the good things that New Jersey has done. Instead of just throwing money at people to try and fix their problems, they're actually giving people training. Um, And that's what I think people need to really kind of sustain in this. You know what they say, teach them to fish. Yes. That's That's what people need to do in this industry. If they're right, going to succeed, they need to definitely be able to know how to fish. That's for sure. You know what I'm saying? Because these ponds are dry out here in these streets. You know what I mean? Speaking of fish, Gail. It's like the Ohio train spill all of a sudden. All the fish are dead in the water. I know. Oh, my God. <laughs> 
man, it's, it's the Republicans, man. Republicans in charge of there, man. Just saying. No, that's not. That's Democrats. That's Pete Buttigieg, bro. That's your boy. Jim DeWine, man. What the fuck are you talking about? That's, Pete, Pete, that's Peter Buttigieg is in charge of the transportation, Buttigieg. bro. All right. Nobody had to do with the train derailment. Right. We're, not, so we're, move not, along. we're not talking about Ohio. Um, but, um, but, but yes, you had the nail uh, right on the head there, uh, Gretchen. And um, I had a, had a call with uh, Wes McWhite uh, last week. And um, he's just like soaking it all in. Um, um, something that a lot of these other cannabis czars and um, um, leaders in these other states, they, they need to take initiative. Um, they should be doing exactly what Wes did before he got in uh, to office. He took his time. He did his research with what was working, what was not working across the board. And he tried to implement the tools necessary for these folks to actually succeed uh, rather than get in there and just get their ass whooped um, by uh, co uh, corporate entities already in place and then complain about it later. So big up to Jersey, big up to everybody um, and what they're doing out there. And um, I wish them success. All right. Um, and, um, and Leo, maybe you can. Um, you, you he's can he's coming out. back on. He said he's coming back on. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get this. He's, he's coming back on. Let's go. Let, yeah. Let, let, let's go play. A, um, let's go play an ad real quick while we're waiting for Leo to work out his technical difficulties out there in New Jersey. You want to grow some of the best weed in the world? Then you must start with the best genetics in the so world. Go to www.dnagenetics.shop to order regular feminized or autoflower beans. All of your favorite DNA genetics cultivars such as Kosher Kush, Skywalker Kush, and oh yeah, Chocolate Truffle Shuffle. Boasting more cannabis awards for their award-winning genetics than any other company in the world. Remember to go to www.dnagenetics.sh to see why our terps don't lie. Well, oh, we're back. Let's, let's, keep it, let's, keep it, let's keep it rolling, man. We'll have a he'll, he'll be back. Yeah, he'll be back like he left something. All right. <laughs> Coming up next, y'all know who it is. This is the Green Street. Bully himself. You can catch him up there wheeling and dealing. If he's not at Green Street, he's probably on a private jet hopping around somewhere talking some Republican shit to somebody who doesn't even care about it. You know who it is. The longest continuously operating retailer in the world, Craig Jason Beck. Oh, yeah, Rico. Yeah, you know what it is. That's right. Because you know what I have to do say is if I am on a PJ with some Republicans, they love hearing what I have to say because they don't generally hear what I have to say to them. So they're always intrigued and always eager to learn and adapt and pivot. That's right. Oh, yes. But you know what? I'm going to tell you who's tell you who's not pivoting today because the last bill to set up retail marijuana sales in virginia by 2024 is shut down like a freight train two weeks after two separate proposals to begin adult use marijuana sales in virginia were voted down the most recent effort has failed the legislation presented by state senator adam eben democrat from alexandria was killed following a five to three vote by a Republican-controlled House of Delegates subcommittee Tuesday. Senator Evans' legislation would have approved the start of retail adult-use cannabis sales on January 1st of 2024. In Virginia, residents over 21 can obtain a medical marijuana, uh, can obtain medical marijuana with a prescription. However, they're saying prescription in the article, but I'm pretty sure it's a recommendation. However, there is nowhere for citizens to legally buy it for adult use purposes, despite being able to possess 
up to an ounce of cannabis on them and being allowed to grow up to four plants in their homes. The vote outcome means the issue is likely pushed back until 2024 General Assembly session. The bill passed in 2021 to allow cannabis possession, including a reenactment clause requiring the General Assembly to approve the measure again and establish a regulatory framework for retail sales. Lawmakers set a 2024 target date for legal sales, but efforts to create a framework for the retail market have continued to stall in the legislature after Republicans won control of the House of Delegates and Governor Glenn Youngkin took office. Senator Ebbins' bill, similar to the one he proposed last year that met, met the same fate in the House, would have allowed retail adult use sales to begin January 1st of 2024 th through medical cannabis dispensaries and businesses owned by those living in uh, ready for this, in quotes, historically disadvantaged communities. In a quote, we are kind of dragging our feet on establishing a retail market that could provide hundreds of millions in tax revenue, Eben told the subcommittee Tuesday, adding that his bill would also provide a tested product for adults while taking steps to protect children. It's always about the children. Chief Deputy Secretary of Agriculture and Forestry Parker Slaybaugh spoke in opposition to the bill on behalf of Governor Yunkin's office. While the governor has no position on the proposal for a legal market, Slaybaugh told the panel the administration is focused on establishing regulations on hemp-based THC products that are synthetically manufactured, such as Delta-8. Slaybaugh reiterated remarks that Young had made in January when the governor said he wanted to sign legislation to crack down on the unregulated synthetic products, but declined to say whether he would sign a legislative compromise on a new legal market. Yunkin, who would need to sign off on creating a retail market, cited concerns that the products are mislabeled, missold, and targeted towards children. Again, those kids keep coming up. Advocates and lawmakers have argued that the issues go hand in hand, saying the intoxicating hemp products have proliferated in convenience stores and other shops and remain largely unregulated because there's no legal market in Virginia. Tuesday's vote likely pushes back the issue until until the 2024 General Assembly session. And by then, the legislature could look look entirely different as all 140 assembly seats are on the ballot this november so what i have to tell you is if you live in virginia you make sure that you vote so you guys can get a decent legislature in there that will actually pass something and get it all the way through and this is jason beck for hi at nine news what do y'all gotta say what i gotta say about that jason is and your boy yunkin number one presidential candidate him versus ron DeSantis versus he's not a he's not a real presidential candidate yes is going is is Glenn Youngkin? They had all their shit together under Northrum before. He's not. Denver, he's not going to go nowhere. They had not nothing together. They had, they, they, had the shit, they had their shit they together. They had nothing together. Where are you coming from? They only know, they only know, barely know, had I, three I know, dispensaries I open in Virginia on the medical side when exactly. they put medical through back in twenty twenty. Exactly. This is Virginia trying listen, to run before you walk. That is exactly what happened to adults. I put out the bait and you I put out the Northrum bait and you took that. But I was gonna say, this is what I'm saying. 
I'm speaking facts. She's spitting, yeah, she's facts. spitting the truth, because, right? It's no, been harsh. I was never harsh, harsh realism. He's wearing blackface and shit. Come on now. Uh, but I was going to say, Lord. what I was going to say, this, this Virginia, this classic Virginia bullshit, number one, uh, Glenn Youngkin is trash, uh, uh, number two. And then number three, I was going to say about uh, this whole thing. This is exactly what Sarah um, said when she was on with us was, uh, uh, last week. The, when I brought up the story, when they first shut down all of their shit, Sarah said that um, Sarah Kaya Morton came on and she said the same exact thing that this is a Republican bill as well. She said these are the Republicans that uh, that pushed all of this stuff out and they shut down their entire uh, their bill that they actually proposed. So what's up with the Republicans down there? What maybe they the maybe they came up with a better they, strategy. They're shutting down garbage that the Democrats tried to put forward strategy, yeah. in the last. A last administration. Rico, let me speak. Let me speak. The Democrats did not put forward a plan that was palatable and the entire place flipped. So I don't know what they thought was going to happen. Uh, number one, how many states basically get medical and adult use up and running at the same time? None. It does not work. And especially if you're in a Republican controlled state. They need to see the research. They need the data. They need all the bullshit anecdotal stuff they can possibly see, plus tax revenue, before they will get on board with an adult use state. Virginia did not have their stuff together. That is why this did not go down. All right. So this is what Virginia actually did under North. And one more, one more, one more. Let me give you one more thing. One more, one more, one more, one more, one more thing. And you keep blaming Glenn Youngkin. This has nothing to do with Glenn Youngkin. This is all about the assembly. Has nothing to do with Glenn Youngkin. Has nothing to do with. No. Here's what happened. No, here's what happened. Northrum was feeling the wokeness in his bones. He was feeling the wokeness. Stop it. And. You know what he? You know what he did? He actually succumbed to all the fucking pressure. He said, "You know what? We're gonna legalize it. We're not gonna be arresting nobody, but we're not gonna open any shops until 2024." And that's exactly what he fucking did. It was dumb as fuck, but you know what? It was it was, it was like a free for all. It was like Prop 215 uh, um, plus, and um, they were able to do whatever. Prop they 215 to plus? Are plus. you serious? Like I missed Prop 215. Right? Stop like it. Stop so it. They weren't they weren't arresting nobody. They were letting people grow what they wanted to grow while they figured it out. They, they were not letting people years. grow. Yes, Stop it. No, they weren't. You want to fucking go to the fucking Google machine. They're, they're right not there. they're not they're not letting people size. grow my like that. My size are clearly yeah. not being heard. Um Yeah. <laughs> <however>. <laughs> exactly what he did. Adult in 2000, use it was in 2020 in 2021. 2021 adult use and yeah, what and did the Democrats do? They stuck their thumbs up their butts and couldn't come up with any rights or any legislation do? actually gets stuck through. Right if they had actually in, cared, they would have got adult use rolling. They did not. They did no. not. It passed they in didn't 2021. Care. That's right, because it was all virtue later. signaling. All virtue signaling by the Democrats, bro. That's all it was. Virtue Young signaling, trying to play cat. And knock that shit down. No. Straight up. Yes, he Fake did. news, bro. We've been covering this shit since the fucking beginning. Youngkin came this. in and said, "Fuck all that shit. We're going. We're gonna start from scratch with all this stuff," and left everybody in limbo over there. Right? I'm not saying it was good under Northrum. Northrum just is like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna legalize it. However, we're not gonna have any any dispensaries open until 2024. Facts. That was what he put in, and he was like, "We're gonna figure this thing out over these next four years." He was kicked out of office. He lost his election he to Glenn Youngkin, and Youngkin came in there and, and opened the door up to all these corporations. Corporations come in there, and they still can't figure shit out. And so, where are we now? We have the Republican House, like putting through a bunch of fucking shit. What they're are you voting, on, and they're, they're voting each other down. 
You know, he, the, he's living in this fantasy world, Gretchen. How is this fucking fantasy world? We've been fucking reporting on where this thing. Where are all these corporations? Where are all these corporations? Yeah, where are all these corporations, all these MSOs that are taking over in Virginia? He said he opened the door for them, is what I said. He opened the door for the corporations. That's not what you said. That's, that's, a, that's a good backpedal. Yeah, that's exactly. Oh, my God. Oh, you guys are on the same page today. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's an elephant stampede. All right. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fucking DMing my fucking Democrat. D- DM, DM whoever you want. Whatever. You want to call a friend? Whatever. We already we already played that game, and they I couldn't even use Chrome. Down, bring the moon. <laughs> it was never this bad oh. when it was just Good morning, everybody. Yeah, <laughs> right? Exactly. Oh. We got that. Oh, hey, man. oh man. At, at, at the end of the day, this is just this is Virginia, and I'm still I'm happy that people are not getting pulled over and locked up for years for their car just smelling like smoke. At least we have exactly bro. That's a big step for Virginia. It's a huge step. That's a giant leap for mankind. Is is, is a bunch is of leaps uh, backwards? It is one hundred percent. It is, is from it? where from well, yeah. where it was. Yeah, because like Virginia was like used to be like North Korea. No, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I'm just talking about hey, 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 and, the, and the one thing, the rhetoric that you were talking Come about on. in there, Jason, uh, when you said uh, about the children and all that. Yunkin, Glenn Yunkin was uh, elected on that save the children rhetoric. Hey, um, Leo save Bridgewater. Leo Bridgewater could not figure out. Tell him to hop on um, clubhouse. He well, he just come. That's why I'm saying he just came on. He just he just joined us. Leo, are you with us in clubhouse? You have to unmute your mic, bro. There we go, fellas. Everybody, I apologize, man. No worries. Um, we got that was very unprofessional. So you got to step bad. your game up, bro, and get some Chrome ones on them, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, get, your, get your game up, not your game up. I, 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 got these, I got these Republicans tag teaming me over here, man. I need your help. No. <laughs> we're uh, just you spitting the fierce truthisms, uh, Leo. That's all we're telling him. He's he's trying. He keeps uh, on backpedaling. Truthiness. Uh, I, 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 I I love how you do that truthful truthiness stuff. Yeah, that that's okay. Got yes. you, got you. No, we're, just, yeah. we're just talking about the decline of uh, of Virginia, and uh, make sure that you guys don't fall in the same trap mm-hmm. as Virginia has, because you guys are in a similar situation uh, with the uh, um, with the upcoming election too, where you might lose all the momentum um, um, should they change uh, um, parties. Correct. Uh, in go. terms of, oh, I'm sorry, you got talking people. to me. New Jersey. No, I'm no he Leo. is talking to you, and I'm yeah. telling you, Leo, that Rico needs to stop spitting bullshit. Like the adult use game in New, in New Jersey is just going to disappear after the next. Leo, election. Leo, what exactly. happened? Why are you trying what to scare people? What happened in yeah. Virginia when Glenn Young? What happened in Virginia ain't happened in New Jersey. Yeah, I agree with that 100. percent You're 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 fear baiting. I'm not fear baiting. Okay, so yes, what happened? What what happened? The, the Virginia legislature just the decided to people. overturn the Virginia legislature. Let's speak some facts. Decided mm-hmm. not to put forward the first adult use dispensary in 2024. So it appears that adult use is dead in Virginia, at least until 2024, when right. there could that, be that, but, a new assembly. Right. Yeah. Uh, we, we went through that, though, here in Jersey years ago. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's that's it. They just punted. They just punted the ball. This is you got to remember here in Jersey. Remember, uh, Phil Murphy. Uh, said that he would get adult use uh, over the top within the first 100 days, and it took four years. 
part of that is because the state legislature at that time was about to go through a, a changeover. And in fact, they went through two changeovers before we actually got it done. So it's not, it's to be expected, you know, like it's, we wait, we, and we, it was some years before we got it done. A lot of times, I think when we're talking with folks, um, and I, I was just talking with Jessica Gonzalez about this the other day, uh, because I was telling her when I talk to people now and they ask me things and we talk about this, uh, I always say, oh, that I, I date it. I date the question. I always say, oh, that's a 2017 question. Oh, that's a 2019 question. Because a lot of times, you know, you have to, a lot of times these people are, there are a lot of people who are getting in the game that are realizing they've been asleep at the wheel for a long time. There's a whole lot of history that you, you might want to cover because what they, what you end up doing is rehashing old ass arguments over and over and over again. And if you think about it, look at the frame of reference that people have. And so when you look at what's happening in New Jersey, you know, the sentiments are a bit different just because, you know, again, we did this through ballot referendum. So a lot of this stuff is, you know, it's very hard to change the state constitution, uh, you know, because ballot referendums are very expensive. Yet we did it with 67 percent of the vote, which is the record right now. And so what the way that's translated fast forward to today, uh, you had a lot of local municipalities who were having their changeover, you know, new city councils, new mayors. Well, when we first uh, went for adult use, out of the 565 municipalities in the state of New Jersey, over 400 opted out. They said no. You see what I'm saying? So now you fast forward, and that was two years ago. You fast forward to today, you know, numbers are coming in. Uh, we have not even been legal for adult use a full year. We didn't open up for adult use. The first doors didn't open up until April 21st of 2022. And so now what you're starting to see as these local elections start to take place, these, you know, you're, you're seeing some some latch this last ditch efforts by local municipalities like city councils right. trying to change ordinance and stuff like that. So all these things are happening. You know, um, that's what the trickle down effect is. And so when you think about what's happening in Virginia, you know, you just got to all you got to do is go back to 2017 in New Jersey and you'll see. OK, uh, yeah, well, real, real quick, we got we to keep on moving here. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, we got to keep on moving. Uh, Leo, real quick. Um, Wes McWhite uh, last week um, when we were on our call, he said that he's uh, afraid of them getting all of the um, social equity initiatives and everything pushed forward in New Jersey right now. And then uh, with the guberna uh, gubernatorial uh, race uh, coming out next year. Um, them losing all of the the momentum. What are your thoughts on that? Well, there is no gubernatorial race in Maryland next year. He's just he New just Jersey. took the oath of office last. Oh, in Jersey, yes. Um, yes yeah, that yeah, that's that's going to be a very interesting thing in terms of like that because uh, New Jersey is a uh, uh, a blue state that votes red. <laughs> um, it should, should vote red. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Jason. Um, and so, you know, like he, he had to get that in there. You know, I and I, don't, I ain't mad at him. Um, but the the thing is, is that you know, there's going to be some that cannabis vote is very real. Real. What is what that's translating to here as well. So I think that you know the uh, the way and the way this money is coming in. You know, 
uh, municipalities are starting to come on board uh, because, you know, we're still a bit, uh, we do have an unofficial cap with the number of municipalities who have said uh, no to this, but it's starting to lighten up, i.e. look at Suzanne Nicholson last weekend, first African-American owned uh, female owned uh, dispensary. You know, uh, it was a win for all of us, you know, and according to the statute, 30 percent of all licenses uh, shall go to minority women and veterans and now formerly incarcerated. So these numbers are coming back, you know, um, and as we as it stands, 52 percent of the conditionally licensed uh, uh, are actually uh, African-American minority women, all that. So they're actually exceeding the statute. Um, and then look at the way the makeup of the regulatory authority fresh out. It's more reflective of the people of the state than any other regulatory authority coming out. I can dig it, man. I can dig it. No, I appreciate you on that. We got to go to uh, an ad. We got to get halftime. No, now. no, no. We got Gretchen. Let's go, Gretchen. We're not going to do halftime? No, we got Gretchen first. Let's go. The intro. She's... A baker by night. And she loves to make the sausage on Capitol Hill. She loves to grill it up. She's the founder of Panoptic Strategies and our very own Washington Insider taking off the apron and dressing up her dogs is none other than the Gretchen Gailey. The fantastic brooch. It's a fantastic brooch, I might say. Is that a brooch on your... uh... It is a a brooch. I like that. You're flexing on them. It's supposed to be a thistle, a Scottish thistle. All right. Uh, a thistle, huh? A thistle. I have meetings on the Hill this afternoon with some good Republicans pushing thistle, cannabis. So. A thistle for the whistle. Bling blow. Anyway, my headline is not breaking news. Schumer pretending to care about pot. Uh, but here we go. Schumer meets with GOP senators to discuss marijuana legislation for new Congress. This is from Marijuana Moment. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer held a second meeting on marijuana legislation for the new Congress on Tuesday. And this time, he convened a group of GOP senators to discuss next steps for crafting a passable bill, uh, according to sources for Marijuana Moment. The first meeting took place at the beginning of the month with Democratic colleagues. Now the majority leader has brought Republican members into the fold, including Senators Steve Daines, Rand Paul, and Dan Sullivan. The purpose of these latest conversations is to determine where lawmakers can find bipartisan consensus on legislative objectives for cannabis reform in the 118th Congress, which now has Republicans in control of the House while Democrats retain their Senate majority. One source confirmed marijuana moment that marijuana banking was a key issue that the senators discussed. Advocates are hoping to see collaboration around a set of marijuana proposals known colloquially as Safe Plus which Schumer worked to advance until the final days of the last session. That package was expected to cover cannabis banking and expungements along other possible modest reforms. All three of the GOP senators who participated in Tuesday's meeting signed on as original co-sponsors of the Standalone Safe Banking Act in the last Congress. Sullivan, meanwhile, filed a bill last week with Senator John Tester to promote research into the therapeutic potential of cannabis for military veterans. That legislation is set to be voted on in committee on Thursday. The last marijuana meeting with the majority leader involved Senators Cory Booker, Jeff Merkley, and Jackie Rosen, along with Senate Banking Committee Chairman Sherrod Brown. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Ron Wyden had a scheduling conflict, so he sent a senior staffer. 
Schumer and Booker filed a comprehensive marijuana legalization bill last year, but it became quickly apparent that there wouldn't be enough support for passage with the 60-vote threshold in the Senate. As a compromise, the majority leader led bipartisan and bicameral negotiations over the Safe Plus deal. Attempts to place the reform in large-scale defense and spending legislation proved fruitless, and Schumer placed blame on certain GOP senators for derailing the bipartisan proposals. Booker has said in a recent interview that ongoing marijuana banking issues under prohibition amount to a canvas crisis. And while he thinks there's still a shot to enact reform, he's emphasized the challenges on the new political dynamic on Capitol Hill. Booker has faced particular criticism from certain stakeholders over how his position on banking legislation has evolved, with the senator at one point vowing to block any efforts to advance a standalone Safe Banking Act without equity components, but eventually expressing interest in compromise to get something done. Uh, I could keep going on the bullshit of this story, talking about how uh, the Democrats have tried so hard to get stuff done. Uh, however, I will uh, reflect upon what's really happening. Uh, yes, Schumer met with these folks. I'll be meeting with some of these folks later today to really get the real uh, dirt on what's going on. Word is that when asked how to get Safe Plus done, even the lovely Democrats don't know what plus means. Uh, so these guys need to pull the head out of their asses and actually try and work together. Uh, but I think it's going to be a tough, tough effort uh, for them to come together. And I think Republicans should move forward on what they want for safe because the Democrats don't even know what it is. This is Gretchen for Hyde 9 News. Oh, the Democrats don't know what plus means? They don't. <laughs> Hello, we got oh. any Democrats on board with us today who want to refute that? I mean, I, don't, I mean, I think Dale's the only Democrat on. Juwan, Dale. I mean, truly, I mean, I think this is really going to be a sticking point because Rico, you and I, I would say, are both for plus. <clears throat> However, yes. your definition of plus varies greatly from my definition of plus. That's okay. Um, and so I think this is where they are really having sticking points. Um, and I know that the social advocates on the Hill, their idea of plus is also very different uh, from business associations on the Hill. Um, we need to come together with something that is going to make sense for this industry. I agree with you uh, on on all of those points, uh, Gretchen. I think that um, the Democrats need to put somebody forward other than Chuck Schumer if they want to actually get <laughs> on this thing. I agree. I mean, why 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 doesn't Cory Booker just take the take the lead on this? I mean, on the Democrat yeah. side. I mean, he wanted to die on the hill on his sword and kill safe banking when it was actually going to pass. Yep. And now it. he's not even going to pick up the water and like carry it across the finish line now when it's something that he can support. Leo, what do you think about this, Leo? You're in New Jersey and you're a constituent of the senators. Uh, of, what of your the senators, what, what, what do you what, what do you think about this? And are you pressuring him to do so? Um, <clears throat> to be quite honest with you, with you um, the thing is, is that uh, Cory Booker in New Jersey plays by a whole different set of rules. Get out of here! Uh, you know, yeah. Listen, there's a there, the Democratic machine is very real here, and that's the reason why you're hearing like there's so much contradiction. You know what I'm saying? Because Again, there's a Cory Booker is sort of kind of like uh, what you could say, like from the old guard. He mm -hmm. still adheres to what they think and say, you know, because if you think about it, that's it. That's who we're talking about. Yep. And that's who and, and they still say. And, you know, you got to understand the number one hardest group of people to talk to about this is black church people. Yeah. 
his yeah. biggest constituency. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I'm saying? So, they so, are, you, so you think Booker's the wrong person uh, to look to for leadership on this too? Uh, I, I, yeah, I would take it with a grain of salt at this point, you know, because it doesn't remember when we said a long time ago, oxymoronic politics, that time for that is to be over. That's right. that's why you get what you get. So who would you so think? Then, so, so, so then Ron Ryden, Ron Ryden would be the natural next step to 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 go forward with this because he's a senior member on on that bill. Um, are, are you are you good with Senator Senator Wyden taking taking the charge on this, Leo? Um, I would have to take a little bit more of a, a deeper dive into him. You know, I, I'm not comfortable enough. I, I'm not familiar enough with him to be uh, comfortable with uh, saying yay or nay. And I think if I did so, that would be irresponsible and, ca- and quite right, cavalier. Fair enough. I- I'll say it. I think, Senator, since, since you guys are saying Cory Booker isn't the right uh, thing, and we all agree that Schumer is definitely not the right option, then I'm going to ride with Ron Wyden on this because I have the utmost respect for Senator Wyden, and I think he's a fantastic member of the Senate, and I think that he would do a fantastic job leading the charge on this. Right. I think I think what's going to end up happening is Democrats who keep pretending that there weren't 60 votes for safe uh, last year are going to <laughs> see that there are plenty of votes on the Republican side for safe. And I think Republicans are going to push forward their own version. They have the votes. They can get it done without Democrat support. And I would love to see the Democrats actually try and pretend that uh, they're not going to support what they're pushing forward. And who's going to be I the would love to see. I would love to see a Republican Safe Banking Act through the Senate. Who's I think that is what's that? going to happen. I'm sorry. Who's going to be the vocal Danes is, Danes is the lead Steve sponsor. Danes. He's going to be the yep. he's going to be the sponsor again. And frankly, so, so, so you guys are second... going to get a piece of legislation that you don't like, just like what happened in Virginia. So it's time for people to come to the table and start working together because this so, is bullshit. You know what? Gretchen... can't give us an idea of what plus is. Gretchen, the you, you know what, Gretchen, I, I'll be quite honest with you. To your point, you know, um, one of the things that I'm starting to notice as I as I travel across the country and I talk with people and everything like that, um, the more you have, particularly from the uh, minority side, the more you have a lot of people coming online uh, as business owners, uh, what happens is when, once you become a business owner, your whole way of thinking changes, mm-hmm. you know, and what ends up happening is, is that, you know, you hear a lot of people who, I would think would be susceptible to exactly what you're saying. You know, their their way of thinking is starting to change. You know, like to like for example, when you look at the way uh, the Maryland uh, bill it it looks like. You know, what I'm saying if you're a business owner, you know, if you're a, a cannabis business owner, and this thing comes under uh, the purview of the ATF, you know, hell yeah, because you want enforcement on the illicit market. You, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you got a lot of people who are who are who are are, are are coming along with that. You know, and if you again, if you take a look at that Maryland bill, you know what I'm saying? It'll it, they're not even shy about the whole law enforcement thing with that. It's right in the front. You know, so, we want the police department to to run this. So 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 basically, I wonder if Democrats are ultimately going to shoot themselves in the foot with this yes. and have have the have the Republican yes. come bill yes. come out. They, I, I and then all of a years. sudden, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, all the Republicans are going to come out and support it. And they're going to see uh, that Republicans yes. are supporting this bill more than Democrats yes. are when yes. Democrats were trying to wave the flag and the holy justice of dying on the sword because I it wasn't ha- I mean, inclusive as I enough. People, as I talk with people, Jason, I mean, I ain't going to lie. Gretchen nailed it. 
what I'm saying? She's uh, absolutely right. You know what I'm saying? And the thing is, is that, you know, Democrats are pussyfooting around with this. Yeah, they are. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's 2023. Why are you still saying the same thing? Matter of fact, how come ain't enough of you saying anything? How yeah. is it that you're still here? You know, Oh yeah, we gotta. Especially uh, when you got people feeling like Joe Biden is not the best of us. I think everybody knows Joe Biden ain't the best, but we got to keep it moving. We got to go run to a commercial real quick. Undeniable. Ooh, my bad. At True Classic OG, we live by one motto: Stay true. We stay true to our legacy cut of True OG. That's always fresh, piney, gassy, and delicious. We represent the spirit and hustle and diversity of our great city of angels, and we stay true to the spirit of this plant, doing everything in-house to ensure that you get the highest quality and consistency with every batch. And that's what made us LA's favorite OG. True Classic OG. Stay true, Los Angeles. The thoughts and opinions and general overall shade thrown a high and nine news are those of the individual speakers, not those of any other speaker or its followers. The statements may do not constitute legal or accounting advice, and our speakers make no representation regarding the legal status of any substance in any country, area, territory, or any authorities. The views expressed in this room do not establish any fiduciary relationship, and our sponsors do not imply or constitute any endorsement by us or the expression of any opinion whatsoever on the part of any speaker on stage. If you're an easily offended person, this show is probably not for you. And maybe you should go and sell some weed in Virginia. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> he started off the business as a co-owner of the California Medical Research Center, and now he's the founding partner at Armada Law Corp. Everybody's favorite foul mouth uncle and the man with more dirty one-liners than an EDM pre-party popping that music. <laughs> Dale Schaefer, what do you have for us today? Uh, good morning, everybody. My story was uh, on Law 360 yesterday. And the headline is New Mexico legislators consider creating cannabis police. And as soon as I read the story, I realized not everybody lost their fucking mind. And the bill was introduced in the New Mexico legislature to try and uh, give inspectors um, police powers. And that is that's a disastrous idea from the gate. We've crossed it here in California and it boils down to uh, a pissing match that is intertwined in what we're talking about today. Um, when you are a, a liberal and you get a license to operate one of these businesses and you're smacked in the face with the, uh, the reality that they tax and regulate the shit out of this and you can't run a business, you have to have some epiphanies. And when you're a Republican and you piss and moan about regulating and taxing the shit out of stuff and then you take a look at, well, the cannabis industry is taxed and regulated the shit out of because of conservatives. So now you have to take a look at the reality of, okay, who's fucking this up? Well, everybody is. And what, what I have a history of, I've represented police officers individually, cops, sheriffs, CHP, corrections. I worked at firms where we represented them generally. 
and also when they get a law enforcement agency sued because it kills somebody, shit like that. So I've seen inside law enforcement. I have a lot of respect for them, but there's a culture in there of protecting yourself. When you strap a gun on somebody, I carried a concealed weapon for years, scared the shit out of me. I wanted to kill everything got in front of me. When you put a gun on somebody and put them in a position where we're going to go inspect something and you give them law enforcement powers, they're looking for evidence to make arrests. When someone doesn't go along peacefully, force escalates. If you're looking for a model, like you're sending inspectors out to look at a pharmaceutical plant or a, a distillery, you don't have to go there with guns on because you ain't sneaking up on a still. What we've found is a compromise here in California is that if you suspect at an enforcement level that you're going to run into somebody that might uh, not go along peaceful, you bring cops along with you. If you take these agencies and create their own law enforcement force, the bureaucracy that comes along with that is unbelievable. It's expensive. It's hard to control because when a cop kills somebody, as you can see in the news, nothing goes good from there. So... There needs to be a cooperative effort between legitimate law enforcement agencies who have all the controls on them and these inspectors to go out and make sure you're following the cannabis rules. And if there's any indication that there's going to be a problem, then you call for backup and bring them along with you. If you bring those forces in-house, the bureaucracy they create, it takes the narrative. If you're trying to control this and the black market's a problem, then you get together with your inspectors and law enforcement and figure out how are we going to go in and go after the black market, and you bring your team in. The goal is to get to a point where an inspector can show up and he's making sure that your pots and kettles are at the right temperature and that your books are in line. He's not looking for somebody taking 500 pounds at the back door and having to pull them over on the freeway. That's an introduction to a discussion we're going to have a lot. So there it is. What do you guys got back at me? I mean, Dale, you know, you, you and I were talking about this pr prior to the show, and I was and I was making the the, the statement that aren't uh, DCC agents pretty much the same thing as cops because they have a badge, um, and and they go in and they do enforcement. And and to your point, you said no because they don't have guns. And I yes. thought that to be a very interesting um, distinction between DCC agents and actual cops even though they all carry a badge and all have certain enforcement uh, allowabilities. Our department of fish and wildlife has gun, has gun carrying agents or post certified. Yep. They have within that agency built in mechanisms to deal with going out in the woods and somebody's killing, you know, animals. They shouldn't be, they have a gun. When you put a gun on somebody and then you teach them an escalation of force it changes the entire dynamics of an inspection. It then becomes a police action. And I can just tell you from my experience representing cops or agencies that had a cop kill somebody, that you the junkyard dog will take over the situation. And that's what cops are. And with all due respect, they're the junkyard dog. If you show up and there's 10 guys with guns and they're not going to come along easily, you want the junkyard dogs with you. Okay. Mm -hmm to take over the narratives. So you need to be very careful about giving police powers, especially uh, gun carrying powers to people who are supposed to be there inspecting and looking for following regulations that aren't necessarily a crime to violate. Yes. It's very interesting, Dale. And, and you know, you actually switched my mind a little bit because I just viewed DCC as cops until until our conversation today. Um, but uh, now in, in, in regards with this, 
so when Valerie Corral was deputized by Santa Cruz law enforcement and when Ed Rosenthal was deputized by uh, Oakland's law enforcement, did they not issue them a gun? Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no. You can't have a gun around weed. It's still a federal crime. Yeah, but, but if they're deputizing these individuals, Dale, I mean, once you're a deputy, isn't isn't that the, when they issue you a firearm? Uh, no, you have no. to go through police officer standards and trainings and be certified. That's what the academy is about. And then you've got to have mental evaluations. If you're going to give somebody a gun and they're a fucking nut, okay, and you don't know about these nut characteristics, inspectors don't have to be a personality profile. They don't have to go along with people and watch their, their escalation of force. It's an entire different kettle of fish when you give somebody a gun. It is a fucking disaster because okay. somebody's going to get shot. And then you're going to look up everybody's ass. Why did we turn this idiot loose out there with a gun? Okay. My advice is don't. Did you give him uh, like, like a, a nightstick at least? Or maybe a dagger? Well, um, my, in my opinion, I would say no. Because that brings in use of force, which is it brings in all sorts of liability. And that's why a police agency which has procedures in that is has internal review procedures to make sure every use of force is in, is looked at. And which we can see across the nation, it's it's a piss poor system because the scorpion unit, wherever it was, they beat the shit out of this kid and killed him. No one was watching those folks. So internally, even in law enforcement, it's got its problems. But that problem, you plant it into a, a regulatory inspection agency, and holy fuck, you're going to get a lot um, of people hurt. Wait, what, are you, what, are your th- what are your thoughts, Jason? Jason, what are your thoughts on um, letting the industry police itself? I mean, I mean, the industry has policed itself for 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 a number of years and it did a piss poor job at it. So, I mean, no wonder we have so much government overregulation. I mean, I, I mean, you know, there's there's lots of bad actors and no one in the in the space tries to police against those bad actors or whatnot, because everyone's too focused on doing their own thing. But I do. Um, Nick Bradley has a question for you, Dale, in the chat. He wants to know um, why they have taser training requirements. Why, why do cops have taser training requirements? It's it's part of an escalation of force. OK, yes, you, know, you start with commands. The next is you have a stick. If someone doesn't go along or they're trying to come back and fight you, if they don't go along with the program, then there's an authorized use of a stun gun to stop them so you can secure them. And if they're not going to go along with the program, then then it's a pier six brawl. Okay, Mm -hmm. and at some point, if there's a threat to your safety, someone's going to get shot. Okay, North Carolina, Carolina, uh, Dale uh, in North Carolina just now, like days after Tyree Nichols. Cops tased a dude to death. Uh, out here in LA, three weeks ago, cops tased a dude to death. That's why they fucking. Do we, if they adhere to that training, they're killing people with tasers too. But aren't some people aren't some people because their hearts and whatnot more susceptible to getting tased and more subject to to instances well, like that I because of their health? Seven fucking times in in a row, fucking threat. He's on the ground. That's fucking murder, straight up. Well. Of, All right, of well, course. I'm getting we gotta, confused. What we are gotta, we talking about? Yeah, here? yeah we, 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 we gotta we gotta we gotta we we gotta keep it moving because we yeah. are running out of time and we have probably one of the biggest stories of the day today coming up to, coming up next. That's right. She's a mom. 
She's a cannabis executive and someone who loves to show everyone all of the benefits of motherhood while living an executive lifestyle. That's right. Isn't other than the Mandy Tingler. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, guys. This one is really exciting, and I'm really happy to be wrapping the show with this article. It's great news for all of my fellow marketers out there in the world. And the headline comes to us from MJ Biz Daily. <clears throat> It reads, Twitter to allow ads for cannabis THC products in the United States. Can we all get a big fat clap for that, please? All right. The article says, in a major policy shift, Twitter is allowing approved and state legal cannabis companies and other advertisers to post ads in the U.S. for regulated THC and CBD products, accessories, and services the social media platform has disclosed. We we permit approved cannabis, including CBD, cannabinoids, advertisers to target in the United States. Providing a slew of conditions are met, Twitter said on its website in the heading, drug and drug paraphernalia. Can a cannabis marketing advertising website based in Toronto first reported the development in a social media post. AdCan noted that, quote, effective immediately, Twitter will permit, quote, advertisers to promote brand preference, and informational cannabis-related content for certain products and services, including CBD and similar cannabinoid products, THC and similar products, cannabis-related products and services, including delivery services, labs, events, and more. American cannabis companies, brands, and purveyors will need to pass through a Twitter advertised approval process to ensure they are legitimate and educated on the platform. Once approved, industry marketers will have access to Twitter's entire suite of advertising products, including promoted tweets, promoted product opportunities, location-specific takeovers, in-stream video sponsorship, and partner publication features. Canvas industry executive executives welcomed the news. This has been in the works behind the scenes for a while. Patrick Rea, the managing director at San Francisco-based venture capital firm Poseidon Garden Ventures, said in a tweet Tuesday night. Cannabis is a leading topic on Twitter and should be a big channel for hashtag cannabis advertising, depending on the details of the program, hashtag progress. Rosie Matteo, CEO of Matteo Communications and cannabis-focused marketing communications firm in New York City, tweeted, kudos to Twitter for being the first major social network to welcome cannabis advertisements. Under its new guidelines, Twitter said that cannabis advertisers presumably companies will be subject to a variety of restrictions and conditions. Advertisers must be licensed by the appropriate authorities and be pre-authorized by Twitter. Advertisers may only target jurisdictions in which they are licensed to promote products or services online. Advertisers may not promote or offer sale of cannabis, including CBD cannabinoids. Exception would be for ads for topical, non-ingestible, hemp-derived CBD topical products containing equal to or less than the 0.3% THC government set threshold. Advertisers are responsible for complying with all applicable laws, rules, regulations, and other advertising requirements, and they may not target customers under the age of 2021. 20, the sudden change of policy comes after billionaire Elon Musk completed his purchase of Twitter last October, buying the social media service for $44 billion. Musk is also well known for having smoked marijuana on Joe Rogan's podcast in 2018. 
Insider later reported that Musk, the CEO of SpaceX company, was was afterward ordered by the U.S. government to undergo random drug testing for a year. SpaceX does considerable business with federal government. Musk's purchaser immediately fanned speculation that the billionaire would loosen Twitter's strict advertising policy. Up until now, only CBD topical brands were permitted to add on this platform. Moving forward, the social network will allow for the promotion of regulated THC and CBD-containing products, accessories, services, and more. Guys, this is a huge piece of news in the world of cannabis marketing. I am so over the moon excited about this. This is me at nine. What do you think about it? Um, a quick question. Can we, ha- can we hashtag 420 now? Hold on. No, no, no. Everyone needs to go and retweet my tweet. It's pinned up at the top of my Twitter page right now where I'm telling Elon Musk that he needs to stop all censorship and release hashtag 420 because hashtag 420 is still being censored on Twitter. There's still censorship and we need to eliminate it. And ain't that going right? Yes. Yes. Jason Beck 420 should be right up there. But I'm, I'm Mandy, you, you only mentioned CBD products. You did not mention or hemp derived products. You did not mention actual like THC products in this article. It does say THC. Uh, I think you may have missed that part. It does specify THC products and licensed brands. So you have to go through a vetting process to make sure that your article is appropriate and that the brand or company meets the qualifying requirements for advertising. Okay. So, um, so now here's the next question. Uh, Cause Troy brought this up in the clubhouse chat. And do you think that Twitter is now going to be the next big competition for weed maps? I mean, I can't imagine why it wouldn't be. It's got a much larger reach than weed maps does. Yeah. And mm-hmm. also, I mean, it's just setting precedent. I can't imagine the platforms that we all frequent won't follow in suit once they realize what they're missing out on. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think we maps is they've been losing their foothold like on the people like as yeah. they expand out. So I mean, I'm not gonna say rest in peace to we maps or anything like that, but um, I don't really see I them as, as as a competitor to them as a, on a social level. I think we maps could be ripe for acquisition by someone bigger who yes. wants to really tap in. So you th- you're 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 advocating for Elon Musk to buy weed maps is what sure, you're saying? Sure, why not? What the hey? Come by it Panoptic Strategies, Ilano. Oh, yeah. Deal. Kind uh, of a good deal. Uh-huh. Yeah. Over there at the Sausage Factory on mm-hmm. the hill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sausage Factory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Leo, do you have any thoughts about this, Leo? Anything about, about Twitter advertising weed? Are you going to advertise some weed on Twitter? Well, you, you know what? I Like, even with the, the fact that, well, again, remember I said old people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's where the restrictions are coming from. Because at the same time, it, what 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 uh, Halloween has gone by where the story goes out that someone is going to be putting edibles in kids' bags and then the shit never happens. Mm-hmm. So it's like you got to, you know, you, you, you got to wait for the rest of the world to kind of catch up. You know, again, you know, remember, we've been asking a lot of Flintstones to make the rules to a Jetsons game. And you got a lot of people out there and, and the evidence by look at how they, you know, the restrictions on things. Yeah. 
you know, uh, again, we're, we're we're solving 2017 problems now, 2019 problems, right, Jason? I mean, come I on. mean, come on, man. I, I, I'm still solving problems from 2000, Leo. I thought, we were, all, I thought so, we were all supposed to be doing this shit in the metaverse by now. What happened? What happened come, to on, bro. come on, bro. When I was in the 80s, bro, by the year 2000, we were supposed to have flying cards and hoverboards. We do, the man. Jetsons, you know what I'm saying? Again, you know what I'm saying? You know, we're asked again, well, who we ask is going to make the rules. And look at what Biden. we keep putting in. Joe Biden keeps us held back. Give us a step. Yep, that's right. I, think, I, I really do think that he's going to call, like, they're going to work it to where this gets descheduled. You know, you think and, Joe Biden is going to deschedule cannabis? No, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Not deschedule. I'm he sorry. Might, no, 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 no. No, be, no, reschedule. Yes, yes, yes. And you know what happens with that? You know what happens with that, Leo? It go, yeah, it kills the industry. It goes it, right to pharmacy. Exactly. And every single yeah. product on every single shelf in every single store in America is yep. deemed an illicit product and gives the FDA full governance to go in there and fucking take everything. Yep. And Pop stays behind bars. Yeah, because what do what do what do old people like to do? Take pills. Smoke weed. They only like to take pills because that's all they know, and they've been manipulated to think that. Right, and that's what. And, but and and those are your those are historically have been like your biggest voting blocks. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If you think about it, uh, it, uh, it like I, like if you think about like what happened in Florida. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. With uh, the governor of Florida taking out like AP courses for African American studies and. You know, trying to kill uh, what is it? Uh, critical race theory, CRT, all that stuff. I mean, you got to think about it. Look at what his constituency is. His biggest voting block, old people. Not on my they don't want to have the same. They don't want to have the same thing happen to uh, to to them that happened to Jerry Jones. A lot oh, of them still lie. We got we got to we got to wrap this. We got to wrap this up. I'm not even going to touch this yeah. hot tamale because me Leo. and Leo will go will go back and forth for way too long. Uh, run that run no, that wait, commercial, Adam. Hold on. Run run the commercial, Adam. Run the commercial, Adam. Hold on, Leo. Hold on, Leo. Run the run the commercial. Like. All right, we're we're back, Leo. We're right. back. We ran we ran our ad and we're back. Let's <laughs> go. Yeah. Yeah. Right now, are we doing the outro? Yeah, Leo. Yeah, Leo, Leo. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to do an in depth conversation yes. with 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 all of us that that we'll probably put on our upcoming Patreon page Dude, for everyone to check out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what that's what I think we're gonna have to do because and then we'll have 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 Leo actually in person riding on Chrome ones once yes. he gets his internet situation filled yes. out. You know what I mean? I wonder. I wonder if he has the same same uh same same problems you have with your internet, Rico. Why? Because I'm black. It's Black History no. Month. Watch your words. No. Right. But thank <laughs> you all. Thank you all for getting high at nine with us every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific and high noon on the East doing? Coast. What are you doing, Jason? Thank you to our audience and supporters for tuning in daily and listening. That is the insanity of the developing cannabis industry. Thank you to all of our haters for still talking about us. This is Black History Month, man. You can't be, you can't be shutting me down. 
bruh. Oh, God. <laughs> Thank you all to our haters out there, especially out there voting Republican. And you think just because a red president gave us uh, Juneteenth that everything's over. Nah, this is Black History Month. We going hard. <laughs> but no, for real, though. Thank you, uh, everybody on the production team. Cloud Media Partners, House of Fuego, Jaja Simone, holding things down over in Clubhouse, keeping our AV struggles to a, me- uh, to a minimum. And thank you all out there for tuning in once again for all of us to just argue over each other and I'm pissed Gretchen off. So um, um, any any last words for us uh, um, um, before we get out of here, Leo? You know, our esteemed guests? Um, you know what? Uh, just keep, you know, when you look at what's happening and everything like that, um, if you don't have a political calendar persuasion to your strategy, you are screwed. So get right. plugged in. My political strategy. Gretchen is always says, "Is Gretchen always says, mail write a letter to your legislators. Write Please a letter. Email. Write a letter. A hand handwritten letter, not an email. You can do email. They accept emails little, nowadays. Little, they ain't little, that old fashioned. Handwritten letters mean more. A little puff of perfume on there, Gretchen. Is that what you do? A little, a little lipstick on there. That'll get their attention. <laughs> spray, that, that, that spray some C- the alarm. Spray some CBD on there. Don't put any kind of powder in that letter. No powders. Right, right, right. That's that's how you get it.